the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. God wants to prosper you. There will be mountains. There will be valleys. There will be tears. There will be trials. But you have a God who will deliver you out of them all. God loves you. He is, his love for you is so intense. He has a wall of protection around you. It is so perfect. It's so intensified with his power. He is a force to reckon with. The mountains aren't so high that you cannot conquer The valleys aren't so deep that you could not see your way out through your tears. Though you may have tears, you can still see him through it all. The trials you face never separate you from him. In a time of trial, he grabs his beloved and pulls them to his bosom. The one with eyes as flames of fire and many crowns on his head. The one who the armies of heaven follow. The one out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, the one who shall rule with a rod of iron, the one who shall tread the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God, the one who raised Lazarus from the dead, the one who appeared was in the fire with the three Hebrew boys, the one who fights against your enemies, the God who fought for the prophets, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Elijah, all the prophets of old, the one who fought for the prophets is the one who fights for you. He loves you with an everlasting love. So now, therefore, don't faint. Don't give up. In due season, you shall reap the righteousness of Almighty God. Don't look back on your losses. You're about to gain. God isn't looking at where you came from. He doesn't focus on your past. God focuses on where he is taking you into a season of power to fulfill his purpose his destiny for your life. So today, I speak over you. You shall succeed. You shall fulfill your purpose that God planned for you. God wants to prosper you. That's the title of today's message. God wants to prosper you. God wants his people to understand prosperity. Go off for a side journey. I'm going to go off on a side journey for just a moment here. I was talking with my mentor one day many, many years ago, and she taught me an important lesson quickly. It was during the 80s, and 
the business, our small business was struggling financially. And I remember telling her, you know, yeah, we're having these struggles, you know, and the business and finances are really tight. You know, this was during the trickle down effect, you know, was supposed to be in the economy. Well, it wasn't trickling down to us. That's for sure. (laughs) Well, and so I said to her, I said, you know, money's really tight right now. And she said, Valerie, she said, you know, I learned something in times that money was tight in my life. She said, I would just start handing it out. I said, handing it out? She said, yeah. She said, maybe I didn't have much at that time. She said, but I learned something valuable about God. She said, I would just start handing it out. She said, I go into church and I hand the the children. One of the children run up to me. Hi, hi. She said, I'd open my pocket, hand them a dollar. And I'd open my pocket, another one, go past another, hand them 50 cents, hand them a quarter, hand them something. She said, and when somebody had a need and I had something in my hand, even though it wasn't much, I shared what I had. She said, I want to tell you. I want to tell you that finances change in my life. She said, I would give out. And she demonstrated to me an incredible flow of finances in her life. She traveled whenever she wanted to travel. I mean, God just blessed with overflow blessing. God wants to prosper you today. Now, that's a harvest mindset that she had. God is a God of multiplication. I believe he loves numbers. He loves to show us amazing things and see the joy on our faces. He wants to prosper you. He wants you to think like he thinks. He thinks prosperity. He thinks good things for you. He thinks about you moving ahead and going forward, not being stuck in yesterday and tomorrow's yesterday's dream that didn't come forward. God wants you to go forward. He wants all of us to have a prosperous mind. We must have a harvest mindset to prosper. Watch what will happen to your faith when you have that kind of mindset. Now, first, you must sow a seed. You sow seed. And when you first sow seeds, then the next thing you get a prosperous spirit. By doing this, you have a mentality of faith. By doing that, you become zealous. You become zealous. Zealous is an energetic flow. You, you want the seed to succeed. And you have a mindset of harvest. That's what you have when you're zealous like that over the seed, a mindset of harvest. You have a mindset. For the harvest to take place. If the farmer doesn't sow generously, he can't have a mentality of developing faith because he doesn't sow a seed. If he didn't sow a seed, then how is he going to have faith for the harvest? When we sow seed, we begin to think about the harvest that comes forth from the seed. When you start sowing, God will put in your spirit generosity, and then you begin to obey God's word and sow. You sow generously. You don't have to be rich to be generous. God wants to prosper you today. There's a shift in your heart to obey God's word to sow, and then the good thing about a generous heart is you benefit. You are the one who benefits. Second Corinthians nine ten to eleven. God will supply and increase when you sow. And secondly, God will enlarge your righteousness. You have a you have a harvest, a mind of harvest mentality for the word. God will enrich you in every way. That's number three and fourth. You will be able to be generous in all occasions and never run out. Now watch this because God wants to prosper you. When you begin to obey God, he gives you a spirit of generosity in your heart. God has to touch the heart 
to have that kind of spirit. When this begins to happen, five things take place. Blessings will always be there for you. Proverbs says this, the generous themselves will be blessed for they share their food with the poor. Now, the key point here is generosity causes multiplication. And secondly, you'll not know lack. Proverbs 28 and 27, give to the poor, lack nothing. When we give generously to those who are lacking, God will make sure you never lack. And thirdly, your needs are met when God gives you the spirit of generosity. God touches your heart. Philippians 4 and 19. When you're generous, God always meets your needs. And number four, your children will be blessed. Psalms 27 and 26. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be a blessing. God will prosper the generous. Proverbs eleven twenty five. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others shall be refreshed. Now, there is a golden key. Watch faith arrive on the scene and rise up. Now, when we have sown, we'll have a spirit of generosity. God will develop a mindset of faith for the harvest. Hebrews 12, 1 to 2. Let us run our race with perseverance. The race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of faith. Now watch this. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now wait, what did he just really do? He sold his life. He sold himself as a seed. But what joy before him was at the cross? He put on a mine set for harvest, harvesting you and me. You were in his mind. He was joyful, endured the cross. When he set his mind for the harvest, he was so focused on the harvest that it brought him joy. Jesus moved by faith for the future. He didn't move by his sacrifice, not thinking of his pain of the cross. He was looking for joyfully at the future for you and I. He took the shame and sat down at the right hand of Almighty God. Jesus moved by faith, not by sacrifice. He was willing to give his life for us. Only a man or woman with vision, with faith and true vision, they always do what is needed to win. They win with their heart focus on what they believe. You see, some focus, their their focus is wrong. They focus on their self-effort. They focus on their commitment. They focus on what they're sacrificing for you. They focus on the work of their sacrifice. They focus on their pain. They focus on the price that it costs them. They focus on their duties and their responsibilities. Their eyes are fixed on the work of their suffering but with a harvest mindset God has you focused Jesus was focused on the reward Jesus was focused he was focused hearing God he was focused on the promises of God faith cometh by hearing as you focus on the reward and you stay in the word of God you see Faith comes by hearing you focus on his promises. You don't focus on your sacrifice. He didn't waver, Romans 4.20. Now, unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave God glory. Now, unbelief made him unwavering 
concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in faith as he gave glory to God. Focus on God's faithfulness. Focus on God and the purpose that he has for you. Don't focus on your sacrifice. Don't focus on your pain. That's the wrong focus when we focus there. We have to have our eyes focus on the reward to gain the harvest. Jesus was focusing on what was before him, what he would accomplish as he went forth. To bring the harvest, focus on applying the pressure on the harvest to produce Romans 4 and 17. We apply the pressure on the harvest on the seed to produce by confessing the promises of the word of God. Focus on fighting against the enemy's attack to steal the harvest that's about to manifest. Isaiah 54 and 17 decree and declare Matthew 13, 24 and 26. God is saying, while the seed in your heart and your mind is there, give no room for any negativity, for doubt, for fear. Satan will see the seed and he'll try to choke the seed of faith and kill it. Right, Zechariah 8 and 12, the seed will grow and it'll give you a mindset of a harvest. And through your mindset of a harvest, you'll produce a crop and that crop will grow. And the remnant, you see, God is raising up a remnant that has a mindset for harvest. God wants to prosper you today. Keep your eyes fixed on the promises Keep your eyes fixed on what the reward that God has for you, not focused on what you are sacrificing for someone else, not focusing on the pain that you're going through for them. Focus on the reward for in the end, only what you do for God will stand as you sow. God is going to cause a harvest of abundance. He's going to fill your heart with generosity. As your heart is filled with the spirit of generosity, you're filled with faith. You have an unusual and an enormous, a tremendous expectation of what God is about to do in your life. God is prospering you today. Oh, I just thank God for his word. I pray something has been said today that has truly Bless you. He's prospering the remnant church, teaching how to have a harvest and live in abundance according to his word. Jesus was focused on the reward. He wasn't focused on his sacrifice. So bless his holy name. He was focused on the harvest, you and I. Oh, we thank him today. I want to stop right there with today's that part of the message. We have a special guest calling into the studio today. We have Tangela. We call her Tan. She's calling in today, and Joan is with us. And Tan is just going to tell us a testimony of what she has seen and experienced since she's been part of the family of Prayers Heard in Heaven. 
You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Are you there, Ted? Yes, praise them. I'm here. Praise them. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience with Prayers Heard in Heaven? What has God done for you, Tan? My experience with Prayers Heard in Heaven is phenomenal. Um, I've experienced so many things with Prayers Heard in Heaven. First of all, the prayer family is shows unselfish love. It's, it's unselfish love where if we have to pray for your cat or your dog, we're going to pray for <laughs> that cat or that dog. A little human, we're going to pray for it, and we're going to keep praying until we see results. Um, The prayer ministry has taught me so much. It has taught me, most of all, it has built my faith. My faith in God has increased so much. My faith has increased so much that I know that my prayers are getting answered. Mm. I know that God through God, through my prayers, that I know how to release God's angels in time of need, that I know how to fight the battle. I know how to cast out demons. I know that I have the power through God to heal. I mean, I've learned so much with this ministry. It has taught me so much. And when I think about the ministry, I just it's just two words that come to mind when I think of prayers heard in heaven. First of all, the name itself, prayers heard in heaven. Who wouldn't want to know how to pray to get your prayers heard in heaven? And then the two words that come to mind is proof and evidence. Crazy. Through prayers heard in heaven, we have proof. And we have evidence that God answers our prayers. And I can't thank prayers heard in heaven for the many blessings that they have bestowed upon me, praying for me, praying for my family. It has taught me in the time of need, sometimes you can't get on the prayer call and ask for people to help you. I have the equipment through Mm -hmm. prayers heard in heaven that has taught me in those times of need, in those times that you need to just zone in to God and just to pray to God, and he will answer you. You have that ability. Don't depend on someone else because God wants everyone to have that ability to pray to them. He is listening Amen. to our prayer. Praise him. So, so Tan, that's a powerful, that's a powerful testimony. Tan, can you tell us, like, how how did you learn? You said you learned that. So how do you, can you tell us a little about how you learned what you're saying that you now have? I've learned through your teachings um, how to pray. I've learned, um, I guess it would be like a testimony um, when my sister uh, had a seizure mm-hmm. out of nowhere, out of the blue, the first, I think it was like the first three weeks of COVID, and she had a seizure, 
and we didn't know what to do. She had to go to the emergency room alone. Um, no one had to be with her, and we were just stuck at the house. Okay, like, what are we going to do? And mm. it just came to me. Your teachings came to me, and it was Tangela, get to a room, start praying, release your angels, command your angels to be on the bedside with her. Do it now. Just keep praying and keep praying. And I just went in the in the closet and just started praying, God, mm. be with my sister, heal my sister. You know, we can't be there with her, Lord God. I know you can release your angels. Mm. I'm releasing my angels to be at the head and at the tail of that bed, be mm. right there by her side, Lord God. And within, I would say, 30 minutes, she started calling us, and she came through her seizure um, and I know God is going to heal her because I have faith in God that he's going to heal us. But without your teachings, without your teachings, I would not have this faith that I have. My faith has just increased so much. And my husband tells me all the time, Tan, you have so much faith. Praise God. You have so much faith. It's, it's just unbelievable. Mm. I, I, I have it. That's something that I love. I I have to have faith. Everyone have to have faith. And he said, just faith the size of a mustard seed. Mm. And a mustard seed is just so small. And if you can just have that faith, if you can believe in God, he will bring you through. Oh, praise him. Tanda, so... And you brought up such an important point. You brought up an important point to me, and that is the empowerment of the individual that you can't always reach, Valerie. You can't always reach right. a prayer partner to Although, you know, we're promised that where two or more are gathered, he's in our midst. And it's certainly powerful to pray with someone. But yes. when in the times when you're alone, you you know you've found that. You have found something that a lot of people haven't got. And that is that you've got the power on your own to go before the throne and expect results. Yes. Praise yes. him. Tanda, it's so amazing how at that time you were able to witness to the rest of the family. So you're saying, so she had the seizure with COVID, so you all couldn't go into the hospital with her. So the ambulance was called, and you're saying you were you were all at home, like gathered together, just waiting. And Right? Yes. Is that, am I seeing we a picture? All, yes, we all came to her house immediately, and they had to take her. This was the first seizure, so they didn't know what was going on, so they wanted to make sure she was okay and she was out of it mm. she didn't know who we was you know oh. she didn't recognize us and it hurt so much because we wanted to be there right by her side mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. we're a close-knit family and when that happened it just it shook everyone and i remember when she left on the uh, uh with the ambulance uh with the paramedics and she just looked at me and she was like you're gonna be okay you're going to be okay. And we got together and it was like, okay, what should we do? I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to pray. <laughs> I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. And I, 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 I believe I did text the prayer team. And it was so late you at did. night and no you one did. responded. Mm-hmm. And I could just hear Valerie's voice saying, you got this. Go for it. Go. Call your angels. I've taught you this. Call your angels. Do it now. Keep going, Tan. Keep going. She can feel it, Tan. Keep going. 
and I stayed in that room, I know at least an hour. Mm. And everybody else was like, what is she doing? What is she doing? My husband was like, she's praying. <laughs> so he knew. She's praying. Leave her alone. She's praying. Wow. My brother-in-law, he didn't know what was going on. Mm. He said, I was calling. He said, I never heard the words that you were calling. I was calling everyone to be by her side. Mm. And she came through it. She came through it. Praise him. Praise him. Oh, Tanda, there's a powerful witness to the family, the power of God. You know, God wants his people prayed. And, you know, we affect our family, our children's friends. You know, some of the ladies in prayer groups say, now my daughter's friends are saying, can you get your mother's prayer group to pray? You know, what a powerful witness. And that's what God wants. He's after his inheritance. (laughs) He wants the church to be powerful in prayer like the original church that he founded he wants us to know that his spirit the holy spirit came to live in us and we have power through prayer tim we're excited thank you so much for being here today we're excited to hear your report we're that's just amazing god bless you thank you joan and i'm valerie sneed with prayers heard in heaven teaching god's people to pray You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.